This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Tuesday, the 28th of June. Justin got a ripper for you here. ANZ Bank's very own stablecoin has been used to buy Australian carbon credits in digital form. I don't know what that means at all, Brett, but let's run with it. (laughs) Listen to this one. Nine months ago, El Salvador bet its economic future on Bitcoin. Okay. But the gamble hasn't really paid off. Bitcoin's down 70% from its November peak, and the country needs a lot of cash to meet its $1 billion in debt repayments in the next year. Three non-alarming stories today, Justin. Let's do it. For our first, Suncorp Group is reportedly looking to bid farewell to its banking unit so that it can focus more on its insurance arm. This is a very, very big move, Brett. What is the story? So Suncorp Group is an Aussie insurance and banking company based in old Queensland. The Suncorp we know today has been around since 1996 after a major merger. But actually, Suncorp started its life as a bank all the way back in 1902. And speaking of its bank, Brett, Suncorp's bank division makes around $400 million a year in cash profit. Which sounds like a lot, but is actually minuscule when you compare it to Combank's $8.65 billion of cash profit. But Brett, its insurance division, that's Australia's second biggest provider of home and contents insurance, car and other general insurance. (laughs) And according to reports, Suncorp is considering either spitting off or selling its banking unit to focus solely on its insurance arm. And this could earn them a cheeky $5 billion or so which would, you know, disband its long-held 2R model, Mm -hmm. which means it could take on an insurance multiple for its company valuation. Interesting. So what's the key learning here? The more strings to a company's bow, the harder it becomes to value. You see, generally, companies are valued based on industry benchmarks. And this is so you can make different companies within the same industries more comparable. Or compare across different industries. Some industries are valued based on EBITDA. Others are based on a multiple of revenue. And many are valued on their price-to-earnings ratio. You see, in Australia, banks generally have price-to-earnings ratios of around 10. And insurers have price-to-earnings ratios of around 18 to 20. But it becomes especially difficult to actually value a company like Suncorp when it's involved in both banking and insurance. So it looks like Suncorp will be cutting the banking fat and focusing on its higher-value business. Gotta wonder about the timing, though, Jazzy Boy, because it's arguably the toughest time to sell a bank since the GFC. Mm. For our second story, Zen desk has agreed to sell itself for 10.2 billion US dollars in cash wow. only months after it declined a 17 billion US dollar Ooh, offer. Yike a Rooney's Justin that's a little off base. <laughs> what is happening here? Okay so Zendesk is the tech company that creates customer service tools for other companies. Think live chat functions mm-hmm. or help centers. And it's been on a little bit of a journey lately Brad. So last year we found out it wanted to buy Momentive which is the company behind SurveyMonkey. But when it announced that the company shares tank around 16%. Now, earlier this year, a group of private equity investors, they came a-knocking yep. at Zendesk's door with a $17 billion buyout offer. But the Z crew, they rejected the offer. They thought it just wasn't in the best interests of the company. However, fast forward to now, yep. and Zendesk has agreed to sell itself to a group of investors for $10.2 billion. And by my sophisticated calculations, Brett, $10 <laughs> billion is a lot less than $17 billion. I know. So what is the key learning here? When it comes to mergers or acquisition, timing is a really critical factor. Often just as important as the actual quality of the deal. Often companies can and definitely do wait for election results, interest
interest rate movements, or in Zendesk's case, other deals to close before they settle in for a merger or acquisition. But awkwardly for Zendesk, it received the $17 billion offer around the same time it was trying to seal its own deal with Momentive. And it placed its eggs in the Momentive's basket. So now it's had to make a tough call without any better options available (laughs) and just sell itself off. For our third and final story, car sales, the online car marketplace, is looking to raise $1.2 billion from shareholders so that it can buy an American truck listing business. Taking on the states, if you don't mind, tell me more, Justin. Okay, so carsales.com.au is the online marketplace, the cars, motorbikes, boats, all in Australia. Now, it actually launched back in 1997 Mm -hmm. and since then has made quite a few acquisitions to kind of broaden its business. We're talking around eight businesses since its inception. Now, Jazzy Boy, car sales is looking to expand into the US with the acquisition of US company Trader Interactive. And they already own 49% of the company, so it's really looking to get the remaining 51%. But to do it, it needs nearly 1.2 billion bucks, and it's asking its shareholders for the cash via an entitlement offer. So what is the key learning here? An entitlement offer, also called a rights issue, Mm -hmm. is when a company offers existing shareholders new shares at a set price in a specific time period. However, and here's the juicy bit, that shareholder can't transfer that offer to someone else. They either use it, Justin, or they lose it, Justin. And Brett, it's a tactic used by companies that are trying to raise new capital, like car sales is. But they also want to reduce the risks associated with share dilution. So if existing shareholders choose to reject the offer, then the company can choose to issue the new shares to the general public. But last year, car sales went down the entitlements offer road Mm -hmm. and had around 83% of its eligible shareholders take up the offer. So it's looking pretty positive for this growing crew. Indeed. It's almost the end of the month. If you haven't checked your credit score this month, now is the time. Your score is over 833. You are in the excellent category. 726 to 832. Very, very good. So check out where your credit score sits on the Flux app. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow.